back to another episode of Black Girl Fly. I'm Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And today we're going to talk a little bit more about death and dying. We really wanted to approach the topic from our personal perspectives, like how we are preparing for our own death (laughs) and dying. And, you know, this is a little bit of a touchy subject, but we feel like it's really important to have this conversation, even as, you know, people in their early 30s, mid 30s, like this really is something that our community should start preparing for especially nowadays we're seeing all younger people yeah we have Um, cousins in their 30s with cancer and like it's crazy yeah yeah and and i mean don't forget the accidental deaths yeah so many accidental deaths we can talk about gun violence we can talk about domestic abuse we got so many things going on in our community so where do you want to start um (laughs) that's that's a hard one I, i would say i'd start with the importance of life insurance yes yes so I actually this is a has a special space in my heart because I did I actually sold life insurance I want to say for about nine years that was one of the the services that I provided and what what got me here actually was a little different it wasn't about death but it was about the idea of being able to leave something behind what we don't realize is that a number of people who have I guess, more means than average. A portion of that was because they actually opted to get life insurance. Yeah. And it's for people who, I mean, you have young families, people depend on you, and you have an income that you bring in on a weekly, biweekly, monthly basis. And what happens to those people when that income just stops? Exactly. Very early on, I actually, when I was in college, my grandfather passed away. And my grandfather was a truck driver. He'd been a truck driver for so long. And he was the primary breadwinner in his household with my with my grandmother uh, when he passed. And I just remember, and to me it was so devastating, is that my grandmother slowly, slowly, slowly had to downgrade. Mm-hmm. She had to move from the house they lived in together to a smaller house, to an apartment. Mm-hmm. She had to uh, go from having both of their cars to, to having to get rid of his car because of financial reasons mm-hmm. and go down and going down and, and now, yep. you know, and, I mean, uh, and she works now. Yeah. And, and she works and she's in her. She's 80s, in her 70s, 80s, <laughs> 70s, yeah. 80s. She looks good though. And, and, <laughs> and she really had to make those decisions because honestly, and so my grandfather did have some life insurance, but he didn't have enough and right. he had the wrong time, right. wrong type. And she literally struggled and had to adjust her lifestyle because of that. A lifestyle that she had been in for over 20 years being married to him. Yeah, that 30, (laughs) 30 years. But so for me, I I'm like, I'm all about the life insurance. I think it's so important. But the thing that gets me is I heard this saying, I think on a YouTube video, you know, I watch so (laughs) many YouTube YouTube videos, but they were saying that wealthy people, there's a huge misconception about wealthy people is that they accumulate their wealth, right? That's part of it. But they also- You mean that they inherit their wealth? No, that they accumulate it over time. Okay. But a large part of what they do is they buy their wealth. And so- What do you mean? In the form of insurance. Okay. You can buy, like you can spend all of your money while you're alive, right? Mm Mm-hmm. But you can have an insurance policy where you're paying $100 a month and now have left your family a half a million dollars, a million dollars. So you've been able to enjoy your money. You haven't scrimped and saved the whole thing. You've actually been able to enjoy it. And now that you're gone, your family can enjoy another nice piece of inheritance that you didn't scrimp and save 
to have for no, them. No, no, it is. And, and it's a lot of numbers. I would tell you that there's all types of insurance and definitely there's permanent insurance that'll go forever. There's yeah. short term or term insurance that'll last for a particular period of time. But why not? Why not do it? Yeah. I mean, you can get term policies like a 20 year policy for like $20 a month for what well, I have one that's $30 a month that is Two hundred fifty thousand, and that's an so expensive one. I was gonna one. say, so I have one with my kids on it that's five hundred thousand, mm-hmm. and it's thirty five dollars a month. Yeah, years. so you can really get a term policy for very, very cheap. But the reason that they're so cheap is because they know they don't really pay out that often. But it's thirty dollars a month, just in case you die. Like my strategy is to have a mix, right? I'm gonna have term term policies I'm going to stagger them so I'll have a 20 year a policy that expires when I'm 40 a policy that expires when I'm 60 a policy that expires when I'm 80 right yeah. I'll have that and it also I'll depends also on whole life how how many people are responsible for you too is how much you need exactly or how many people you're responsible for that's a whole big point like mm-hmm. if you don't have kids and you're not married you really don't need life insurance. Yep. Like there's no one when you're gone. Well, if you're not taking care of anyone, but like there's no one that is going to be relying on that income yep. after you're gone. So that's a really, really big point. And something I've had to think about because I'm not married and I don't have kids, but I wanted to get a policy when I was younger because I was healthier and it would be really cheap. And so now I have that one just in case anything happens. And now that I'm older, I can get another one and, you know, continue to do that. And the price will probably go up because my health will continue to decline. Yeah. I was about to say, and two, you have to keep in mind insurability. And we can talk, I can do a whole episode on insurability. Well, let's talk about it. We're talking so, about so it. So we'll get to that. But, but so I wanted to talk about a couple more things. One of those being wills and, and leaving behind stuff because i think that that's so common that people don't talk about yes. i don't know if you remember but our, our grandfather passed away and my grandfather actually was my mother's uh second husband or my mother's mom's <laughs> second husband so she, really he was not our grandmother's second, second husband. husband yes i didn't know that they married our I, actual biological grandfather first oh you gotta say which grandfather you're talking about our mother's so you're talking about granddad from Chicago. Yes. I thought you were talking about granddad, granddad. No. Sorry. Our, <laughs> our family is a little complicated. You were okay. speaking in code and okay. I couldn't understand so, you. So my our grand, step-grandfather. Our, my grand, I'm going to call my granddad Fred. Uh, he married my mom's mom when my mom and my aunt were like two and like five or somewhere in there, two and six, somewhere in there. Really young though. And so he, he practically was there throughout their whole growing up. He was their father. And so because they were so young, um, I mean, they were just raised by him, basically. They knew him and and his parenting and and everything that he gave to them and and raising them and helping to rear them. But when he died, he actually had a home. And in the state of Illinois, because he never adopted my mom and my aunt, they were not entitled to anything in his estate. Instead, his siblings actually inherited and 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 this is an important conversation you know to this day I don't know if that's what he wanted or not but I I think that we had no way of knowing that without him specifying hey this is what I want this to do but what happens is if by you not stating this is how this should go it's up to the courts it's up to a bunch of people who don't know the situation the relationship and and all of those things and that's true for like your children if you pass away do you do you know like really your children are probably one of the most important things do you know what will happen to them 
Right. It's different depending on your your situation. And people don't realize that when you say godparents, you are saying this is the person that I <laughs> yes. want to take care yes. of my kids yeah. if I die. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and it's so funny to me because I've actually been asked to be godparents a couple of times and I've turned people down. Yes. I yes. was like, no, I cannot take that responsibility right. um, because I understand what that means. Right. Um, and, and, and so I, I think it's just important to say that people think that death and, and, and the battle there is all about money and it's all about stuff, but it's not. You are setting up for everything that you work for, how you want that to continue. For you you business owners, that is huge because most small businesses go out of business when the owner, the CEO dies because we haven't done enough work in setting up what should happen next. And a lot of people, though, I would say family-run businesses, they want to leave it to the kids. And the kids don't want it. Right. I'm like, but your kids don't even, this is not their dream. This yeah, is not yeah, their no. passion. And, and so can you talk about a little bit? So we, we've also encountered that in real estate. Yeah. Do you know how many people we've come across that they're, you could tell this, this family worked hard to build this portfolio. They were yeah. buying stuff, holding it, working on it, maintaining yeah. it. Paid off. Like properties are paid off, mortgage free, you know, millions of dollars in the portfolio. And they die. What happens? And right, the kids, you know, are lawyers, they're doctors. <laughs> she is speaking from experience. <laughs> yes, some I'm properties speaking we... about some specific examples. <laughs> they don't live in the in the area, yeah. like they don't care about these properties, and they, you know, basically, they just want to sell them, and get rid of them, because they have no dog in the fight. Yeah. Right? They yeah. just kind of want the money and be done with it. But that property was so much more than about the money for that. Yeah. Well, well, not only that, because they have this disjointed relationship, because they don't understand the sweat equity that went into it, I would say that they almost always, without the right communication, they sell for a lot less than they're worth. Absolutely. So so you work to to get this to X value, and then your kids come in and say, hey, you know, I didn't really want this thing. Just get rid of it. Do they whatever it takes. They don't know the value of it. it yeah. Exactly. And, and so sometimes it, we always say it's about having the conversations. Yep. Yep, yep. Preparing for this moment, preparing for this time, understanding what this means and what this meant to to the people who are there. Right. And that is why I am so adamant about trusts. Mm-hmm. And so a trust is a way where you can actually dictate how the money is handled or how the property or the mm-hmm. assets are handled mm-hmm. after you're gone. A will, I don't know if you could do this so much in a will, but usually you're like allocating things to people. Yep. When I die, listen, for the record, y'all play this back <laughs> when I On die. On the record right here. <laughs> and this, this is July 26, uh, 2020, 1059. <laughs> we play this back. Uh, but for real, like I currently am planning to leave a lot of money, right? But I don't want that money to go to people. Mm-hmm. I want it to go into a trust, and I want that trust to be guarded by a certain set of rules. And in order to access this money, you need to do certain things. Yep. You know, you can get it if you want to buy a house. Yeah. You can get it for educational purposes. You yeah. can- and, and so that's another thing that you see, right? So actually, there's been a, there was a long riff in my mom's and my aunt's relationship forever. Mm. So to tell you guys a little bit about it. So when my grandmother passed, again, small policy, but Mm -hmm. she left all the money to my aunt. And she left my mom some things and whatnot that were important to her. And forever... 
I would say to my mom's death, my aunt and mom have had this ill kind of feeling and some tension around really this. yes is you that didn't what know it's about? that yes no i did mom, not know that mom was would what still it was say about. in 2017 she would still say i was struggling and i had a baby and you was riding around in limousines with the money <laughs> grandma left you oh my god can and, we talk about the gravestone no. <laughs> <laughs> but but no so so i said to say is that and as I talked to my aunt, I started to learn more about it. I don't know if I've ever told you no, this, I never but aunt was like, remember when my mom died, this was 1989. My aunt was, so mom was 23, 23. Auntie was 17 or 18. Mm-hmm. And so of course you're like, well, my daughter, the oldest one has been out on her own right, for like for five years. years. <laughs> she lives in herself. I literally died with my youngest daughter graduating high school right. <laughs> and she would have to have a start. And and so if you, if you think about that, like you can rationalize it, but when the emotions are high and there were no direction and, and this no. is hearsay of, of you said this, but I don't know if this is true. And I would also say it's, so it's all of that, but if you haven't instilled the financial principles, the you know knowledge and wisdom around how to manage that money, and the money is not safeguarded in a way, that's you know you're gonna spend. Yeah, as a 17 year old, I was spending yeah. on limousines too. <laughs> you're like I'm balling. <laughs> you know, I probably would have got me a very nice car or something like that. <laughs> but I'm like, you don't know at that age. Yeah, and so definitely. And there's no way that she could have known she would pass so young. But, like, if your kids, if you have kids, you need to be cognizant in your planning of where your children might be at mentally, you know, when they inherit all this money. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. No, no, it's a good point. But but I was saying that is I, I think it's so important to put parameters around it. Yes. You, you've seen, yes. I mean, even, like, athletes like I think that they said that the average athlete is broke like a year I think I can't remember the exact number but it was like a year after they've made like these millions of dollars and they're out of the industry or or young people in my family we've gotten like car accident settlements or injury things and and every person that I know in my family that got a lump sum it was gone within a year yeah and many people get lump sums like a lot of people get them yeah and I think now that I'm older and I understand more about good investments, like investing in education and the difference that people make or, yeah. or in property and appreciation, um, there would definitely be a lot more stipulations that I would put in handing a significant amount of money down. Definitely. So we've talked about kind of three issues today. We talked about insurance, we talked about wills, and we talked about trusts. Mm-hmm. And we are not CPAs or lawyers or anything like that. We're so just, get with one. Yeah. I'm like, we're just regular people t- talking about our experience. And, you know, we don't have all we don't have all of the information. So, you know, seek out a professional. I got my will done online. A lot of people, you can get them done with a lawyer. That's a lot more thorough. It costs a little bit more money. But there are lots of templates and things online that you can use. Yeah, and really you want to be cognizant of, I think it's important, the more assets you have, yep, yep. the more legal advice you should probably seek. Yeah, the more complex it's going to be. There are things like estate taxes you're going to have to worry about. Yep. Like our mom's death was, she didn't have a ton of assets, so it was fairly simple. I currently don't have a ton of assets, but if you own a home, you have cars, like you own boats, <laughs> whatever Multiple it is. Multiple homes. Multiple homes. Businesses. You have debt that... You know, your spouse can 
take on like you want to really 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 be thinking about that yep no definitely there's so many things to to discuss and a part of it is changing our mindset about discussing it and making sure that we're prepared i mean nothing's better than being prepared when you're when when what (laughs) be prepared prepared. when you're in a tough time just knowing that there's other things that'll be weighing on you don't let something that you could have prepared for be one of those things too amen could not have said that better myself. Yeah, it took me a while. It took me a while. I had to get there. <laughs> That's so real. You don't want to be stressing about stuff you don't have to. And, and as like I'm that. saying this, there are a few things that I need to put together. <laughs> Y'all, I've been I've been putting this stuff on her to-do list. I, I have started some of it. I have yet to finish, but I am making it a priority. By the time this comes live, check with me. See if, <laughs> see, if I, see if I get it all done. Definitely. And my last plug is just because you have life insurance through your job, does not mean you're okay. You need to get life insurance outside of your job as well. Oh, I forgot to mention that. Such a good point. Um, and the reason being is most of us will die of, of reasons that cause us not to be capable of working. To work, right. Um, so you will disability lose insurance. it. Yes. And you want something always, always, always that you have control over. Yep. Yeah, we could talk for days about insurance. If y'all have have questions or anything like that, feel free to reach out to us. You can find us on the socials, and we will be happy to provide you some resources, point you in the right direction to some really smart folks who can help you out. Yes, because I am no longer licensed. (laughs) Yeah, we're not licensed. We ain't, but but we care about y'all. So, so yeah, reach out. Definitely. So, until next time, y'all, I'm your girl, Tanisha Nicole. And I'm Tashana Dixon. And And we we are Black Black Girl Fly. Fly.